Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and to the lowest effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. So you gave me a heads up that we have somebody in the queue. So why don't we uh, dive in and take this call? Sure. Uh, this is area code two six seven. Hey, good morning, it's Jessica. Uh, hi, Jessica. Let me pull up the database. <laughs> hey, good. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, so yeah, I wanted to call. Yeah, just yeah, hang on our usual to... our usual Thursday okay. morning scrambling around okay. <laughs> just before the mm-hmm. holiday weekend. Uh, okay. The database. Situation. I'm ready. All <laughs> right. Look, how do you how do you shuffle those things? What data uh, database do you use? How does that work? Well, these messages um, only exist here. They were written. There's like 1,200 of them. They were all written in a channeled state. So I don't even remember writing them to be honest. Uh, I think they go as far back as, I want to say 2011, 2012, and that was before um, Universal Energy Radio was even a thing. And a series of events had led me to receive all this energy, and this is when Twitter was like a thing. I haven't been on Twitter in years, but I would tweet them. And what I did was I transposed all the uh, tweets onto my iPad and I created a database. So the the messages only exist um, however I decide for them to exist. So how they get shuffled is on the iPad. So it's on my um, the Pages app where one writes their word processing um, application. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to just touch the screen and I connect to whoever is uh, requesting the message. So I sort of step back, connect to um, the entity who's requesting the message, and my eyes are closed, and I scroll. And then when the person says pick, I open my eyes, and whatever message is there, that's the message that the person picked. So in a nutshell, that's how it, how it works. Oh, so you have it on a pages, and then, like, what is it? Like, it's spread out across the page, and you scroll up and down real quick. Like, yes. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, it's oh, a okay. document. It's like a – how many – it's – let's see how many pages I have in total. Oh, my goodness, it's long. It's uh, – <laughs> I never – I actually never checked. It is – I'll tell you – I'll tell you right now. It is – Wow. 101 pages. Wow. Oh, okay. yeah, that's pages. a lot of scrolling while that's that music is playing. Yeah. That's a book. Yeah, so I might do something with these one day because um, they've been so accurate and, um, you know, I'm not even taking credit for it, for it but they're, they're so accurate and they're so concise because at the time that's when Twitter had their 140-character limit. So that's why they're like energetic fortune cookies. Mm. That's a cool slogan. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Thanks for sharing. That's uh, interesting. I always wondered yeah. how you shuffled it. Yeah. 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 So they, <laughs> they are literally being, being shuffled as I sort of connect to the person's energy. And um, I think that's probably why energetically the messages really line up. Pretty incredible accuracy. So... That's uh, mm-hmm. that's why people keep coming back for more, like you. All right, so um, I'm re- I'm ready when you guys are. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. So the number associated with this message is eight two two, and here's the message. When acknowledged for good work you've humbly expressed, it's the ideal moment to shift inner doubt to self-forgiveness and acceptance. I'll read it again. When acknowledged for good work you've humbly expressed, it's the ideal moment to shift inner doubt to self-forgiveness and acceptance. Eight to two. Hmm. 
Well, we start off with this number eight, which is that number and, uh, and energy of accomplishment. So right off the bat, it acknowledges getting the work done. Um, and that's, that's always a good thing. So reaching these goals in that number eight. And then it goes to the two, which is a central number, and it, it's repeated twice. And this two is about uh, the support and also about bridging these gaps with, or I'm not saying bridging the gaps, maybe maybe bridging your consciousness to um, others and also to your higher self. So it happens twice. So I think it goes both ways. It goes, you know, higher self, which is the inner connection, self and higher self, and then self and others, which is really what that too is about with, with the partnership and, and uh, cooperation, collaboration, union. Um, but you add all those up, it ends up being a three. Um, and that is also about creativity and about uh, lightness and communication. And so sharing that. Uh, so it's still more of an outgoing type of uh, energy, uh, but it's also outgoing because you received something in return. Um, and that is an acknowledgement, um, outer acknowledgement, also inner acknowledgement, just lighting that up. Uh, this ability to take a compliment, which seems like it should be easier, but it, but a lot of people don't know how to receive it. We're used to usually giving out compliments, but taking it is we, – we tend to downplay ourselves or we'll – We'll do a lot of things to sort of shield it, like like we don't want to deserve it. And it can be a little, really small, but but it's still something that if you pay attention to how you how you receive, if you receive, <laughs> um, it's very it's very telling because at some point we were taught to not like to not boast, or you know maybe we think of it as boasting. But if but if someone's paying you a compliment, um, just just that that act of saying thank you and just receiving it without having to qualify it, without having to say, oh, it's no problem, or, or don't even, you know, all those, these are the things I say all the time. When someone says something to me, someone compliments, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not, not that big of a deal. So this helps you uh, just get into alignment. Just to receive is a big gift, and um, and it and it can replace a lot of that inner thinking that we were probably wired to do at some point. Um, and it just breaks it open, opens it up. And so the ability to receive, then also the ability to, to sincerely compliment somebody and, and given with that energy, uh, you know, the sincerity of it uh, can also help others do the same. Anyway, pretty cool message. Yeah. Thank you. I am definitely open to receiving that. So. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good, All right, guys. Thank you. Have a great Bye. holiday weekend. You too. Okay. Take care. Take yeah. care. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah. That's a that's a very interesting message, I think. Um, yes. Uh, you know, the, the whole notion of being able to receive a compliment, because when you're, when you're able to really do it, you're also, you're also um, feel like you're rewiring who you are. Um, yep. And yep. Uh, yeah, I, you know, so many things were kind of flowing through my head as I was talking about that. There, I had mm-hmm. a friend of mine who would say, like, well, you really don't know how to take a compliment. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, right. Um, so, you know, to to have that pointed out, like no one wants to hear a criticism, but to have that pointed out, it's like, okay, well, yeah. you know, what is that? What is that about? Uh, that's on my end. That's not the other person. It's that's about childhood. Uh, yeah. It's about childhood. That's what it's about, girl. <laughs> seriously. No, no, I'm going to tell you. No, it's no, no. I'm telling you, I, I seriously, I have traced so much to um infancy i'm not even kidding you know mm-hmm. and it's not even like oh, i'm a victim of this no 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 i'm not mad at anybody I'm not mad at myself i'm not mad at my culture i'm not mad at my i'm not mad at a damn thing but that's really where it comes from mm-hmm. it really is so yeah. um yeah i mean that's really the 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 uh uh cause and yeah, it's very it's very interesting about 
about this uh, message because it really is about um, humility and shifting. It's interesting, shifting from inner doubt to self-forgiveness and acceptance. This is taking responsibility. This is lining up to this. This is not going out there and judging others, projecting onto others, making them the reason why your life isn't where you would like it to be. So, very interesting. This is about taking uh, accountability and and ownership. But sometimes there's a resistance to do that because if you do that, you, you can't have it both ways. You can't project and blame others for where you are. If you're doing that for yourself, you're acknowledging the good work that you've humbly ex- expressed and you're going from uh, inner doubt to self-forgiveness and, forg- and acceptance. Sometimes people resist and they don't want to do that because they'd rather stay in, well, I have this infinite supply of projecting and blaming others. If I get into myself, albeit humbly, I'm going to uh, reject the option. I won't be able to have the option to put it onto others, and maybe I'm not ready for that. That's mm. a whole other way to because you always look at it like, well, of course, take the compliment. I'm not saying that in your case, but it's very it's very interesting that even a message like this, maybe, maybe, and it seems so positive, you know, depending on the state of resistance that someone might be in, this may not be a message that they are ready to receive because they don't have to sacrifice projection and judgment. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's a whole other, you know, whole other uh, twist on things. So... You never know. Um, there's so many different ways uh, to look at that. Uh, but the uh, the gravitational pull to uh, want to be right, the gravitational pull to be dismissive of others, the gravitational pull to feed uh, the hollowness within yourself um, because that is a quick fix. It's all, it all ties into addiction, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah this is received. Yeah. Yeah. As ironic as it seems like, well, it's, it's, it's something positive. It's, yeah, but if you take ownership of that, that's a mask that you're taking off and you can't hide behind judging others or justifying that, you know, the illusion of why your life isn't where you want it to be because you can't hide behind that wall of judgment. So maybe that's why, I'm not talking about what you just said, but but just generally speaking, maybe that's why um, it's hard to receive. Mm-hmm. Or there's a, a yeah, an illusion of a block to receive, but it really isn't that. It's it's the ego feeding an addiction. It's very it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I I think about uh, as a child, and also just you know witnessing it with within you know my family. Uh, I guess you can go either way with with you know maybe getting any type of compliments or getting getting compliments. Um, but they're almost inflated, you know. Mm. This, is, this is also my 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 own perception, a little bit of hindsight, but a little bit of just what was that feeling? Some of it was like, wow, just this is like a little. It's a little too much. And and, and keep in mind, you know, I'm I'm the third child, so um, yeah, it's it's been done and done <laughs> um, in our family. And so, not to say that what what they were saying wasn't true, um, mm-hmm. but maybe. Maybe just, I think, in, in proportion to what was actually done, I'm like, really? Mm, you know. <laughs> Maybe. And the youngest and the only girl, too. So that's a big, right. that's a lot on your shoulder. Yeah. Right. So I think 
and I like, and I'm watching, I'm watching, we have so many little kids now in our family, you know, not, not to mention my, my niece, but also with, with Jaden and Lily, um, you know, sure. first, first nephew, first niece that I know of. Um, it, it's, it's really, it's like watching how, how we compliment them and then looking at, well, what are we complimenting them on? Um, sometimes it's, it's appearance. That seems to be the easiest. Oh, you're so cute. You know, uh, and then it's like, right. okay, well, but what else can I be compl- What else is actually true that mm. to me means something because their looks are going to change and not that you won't always be cute and beautiful and handsome in my eyes, but, you know, um, but, you know, are you a kind person, you know, or, you know, we, we're always yeah. on, you know, oh, you're so smart. Like that's, you know, that, that's, that's nice too. It's nice to be told that you're smart, intelligent. Um, and again, in an Asian family, it's like, well, that's like a given. You better be, otherwise, you know, you'll you'll find out really quickly mm-hmm. <laughs> that you don't you don't you know you don't cut it. Um, so it's just interesting the things that we elevate uh, and, and train our children to be. And you can bet that a lot of it has to do with unfulfilled wishes um, mm-hmm. and achievements from a parent. You know, like I wasn't, mm-hmm. I didn't get that. So I'm going to make sure my kid gets that. Um, even if it's not really what right. I'm doing, but I'm going to, it's going to fit. You know, it's going to fit. Right. So, I mean, right. again, it's like you, you meet, you meet them where they are, but sometimes it's that understanding of, um, oh yeah, gosh, there's so, there's so much going through me. The understanding of, of what, what was trying to be conveyed uh, versus mm-hmm. what they said. But what was trying to be conveyed is very different, and right. sometimes you don't figure that out until you also have an outlet for that. Um, whether it's like you have kids of your own, or there are other kids around you, so that now as an adult, for me, um, I'm I'm trying to be very aware of uh, just not going through the motions and saying all the things that everyone says without it really meaning something. So that when I do say something, right. that it's it is sincere. And, you know, it's, it's not just, I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass and say, yeah, yeah, you know, that's great. You know, but it's, right. there can always be something, I mean, I'm someone that's like, there's always something that can be, that can be found that's a gift. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, there's also this, um, the, a matter of context and timing. But for a kid, sometimes hearing, hearing the words and also paying attention to the energy I mean, so much of that is helping them build their own intuition, trust their own intuition. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes people can say the right words, but it's, you know, it's not what they mean. <laughs> it's not right. what they mean. If you base it just on the words, it's not what they mean. So, yeah, it's it's important. But in general, I think uh, you're right with what your, your, your assessment of, you know, another side of this message is that mm-hmm. – mm-hmm for people who are perhaps starved of perhaps a, a sincere comment um, or, or any type of praise <laughs> or any type, you know, some type of recognition, if it's so much external, externally based, then it's mm-hmm. it, a lot of, a lot of times it, it's harder to, mm, to take that in and to receive something when it's yes. just so foreign to them. Uh, but I, but I understand, like you said, it's like an addiction. It's a purpose. And yeah. And, and so then there's, there's a, a phase that you go through when, when you are chasing that, I think you can see that a lot. And you tell me because you're, you're dealing with college kids. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I think in that, Probably by the time they get to you, they're a little, they're a little more savvy, or they're getting yep. to understand a little bit more of who they are. But especially, I would yeah. say, teenagers, you know, yeah. when it's all about how to influence others, um, and I'm thinking obviously just of social media because that seems to be the thing that there's mm-hmm. so much more to it. Again, words, the words aren't just uh, the words, and what it appears to be is not what it always is. So being able to dig deeper and not to root people out, but but to to match up 
I guess, what you want to convey with what's truly going on. You know, like what, yes. well, not even what is like, like, like the reality, but, you know, there are ways to show, um, you know, pain and there are ways to show, uh, there are ways to show joy and ways to show love and appreciation. Mm-hmm. There are ways to do that, that are, um, that are more, uh, you know, authentic, I guess. Um, but a lot of that just takes, you know, a lot of that inner work. And this ties into some other things I've been ruminating over um, mm-hmm. with our arts, you know, uh, our, our the things that we put together and we as we perform, the things that we decide to show, and to show all all aspects of human nature. But even like scrolling through, say, Netflix or Amazon, you look at, um, of course, some of it's based on what you've already been watching, right? But just looking at things like uh, uh, what is a common theme? Like there's usually a lot of – there's a lot of filters happening here. But the themes of, um, of, you know, say family dynamics, the themes of – there's a lot of – well, there's just a lot of violence. And so, like, we get to the baser side of, you know, why – like why you and I watched that show alone, Girl. <laughs> which we would have never done, but it, it really spoke to us, you know, <laughs> on, on such different <laughs> levels. And we're like, well, oh, what's going mm-hmm. on there? Um, you know, my own tastes when it comes to binge watching and picking up shows, I, one, I never usually watch shows right away. Like it's, it's, it's they're all hyped up. I, I, I wait like, you know, 10 years before I go into it. Like, Oh, let me, right, let me look right, at this right. now. Um, and so, but I'm totally drawn in. I'm like, well, they, you know, these are some of these are just so silly and far fetched, but they they somehow still feed me. Um, but what what are those themes, and why do they speak to me? And then mm-hmm. then why oh, are, yeah. why are so many of our our options or our offerings, the things that are being offered to us, kind of the same, a lot of the same? Like, uh, why do train wrecks give a, get get our attention and not uh, not just you know pure joy of, you mm-hmm. know, I don't, I don't even know how I can't even tell you what would, what else, what's another option? Like, Acts of kindness. Of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, here's some good news. And no, no one's saying, oh, it's good news. So, okay. I don't have to, I guess people are just so, uh, we're just so wired just to, to, to be in survivor mode that it's like, okay, if it's good, then it's benign and it's not going to affect my well being. So mm. what is it that I need to be aware? I don't even know is it whether it's trying to be, practical or uh what have you but yeah that was uh that was very therapeutic to watch those to sort of virtually watch those shows with and knowing yeah. that you are watching it or texting you to i think just to get to that basic core of what human values mm-hmm. you know and and we went from that one show where it was all about solitude and being in the wild and just being so stripped down and what that was about, and then there was the the last show that we watched together where it was a competition, and it was really interesting. This is one thing that I meant to mention when we were watching it, and I, I and I forgot. But uh, when it came down to the final teams, where it was a team of two women and I think a team of three men, and uh, the women they were the villains. I'm sorry, they were the and they had such this crazy codependent. I think one. I think the younger one was in love with the older one. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Uh, I think there was. I think there was. I think there was something going on. The more submissive was like really into the to the more dominant one. And what was crazy was that the the more uh, submissive one that they really had like this bond, this sisterhood, which, which in some aspects there was you know it was this hybrid of like darkness, but yet this this. Um, beautiful friendship also mm-hmm. there was love there so you could sort of see like the whole spectrum of it but i remember the younger one saying to the to the more dominant one she was like and this is what the universe has for us and i'm thinking god no no i hope they lose i hope they lose they're so, they're so evil but although please 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 right and then you have these 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 men like you, you know these these two men holding up the the uh one guy that was just getting weaker and weaker and weaker and they like had to slow their pace to literally carry 
this guy and it came so, so close. And I remember the younger woman just talking about the universe, the universe, the universe, the universe. And I, I thought, oh, my God, I know the universe is impersonal, but I just hate how it's sort of um, just very superficial spirit speak or, mm-hmm. you know, superficial new age speak or very homogenized, like just mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I'm into law of attraction, but just sort of really at its at its just most surface and self serving and egocentric and these two women were both sort of co signing onto this the universe, the universe, the universe. And it got to the point that you're just biting your nails at the end and you think that these women are gonna win and then the guys at the final breath of the second, they win. I was literally screaming at the T V <laughs> I was so happy, and I'm like, thank you, karma. Thank you, sweet karma, because I really believe that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Thank you, sweet karma. So I think that's why, you know, we're drawn because we see the whole spectrum of human behavior from what one needs to do to survive and then values where some people dropped out early on because they're like, this doesn't align with my values. I don't, right. you know what I mean? So just, I think that's why you and I got, it was so much deeper than television watching. Mm-hmm. It was really a lesson in just how the human psyche works. And when, um, you know, with that, that earlier show where it was just solitude and then where it's, you're dealing with, interacting with others like the last show that we watched together and yeah yeah, i'm excited for the next crazy show that i'm like alisa we got to watch this Um, (laughs) but there was yeah but that was oh my god that that when you when you just don't want evil to win (laughs) and it came so close where i thought the women were going to win yeah it it looked like it. it looked like they were just cruising through like Okay. I mean, not that it was very easy. It was, wasn't, but you're right mm-hmm. compared to, to what the guys had to go through. It oh. it really looked like they were going to oh, yeah. move it forward. These men are <laughs> knee deep or waist deep in, in icy cold water multiple times. I mean, in a sense, the women were smarter in some aspects, mm-hmm. but they weren't as kind and as benevolent and as aligned with source as the men were, in my opinion. Um, True. Just, just because they got off on um, the weakness of others, or putting others. I think, I, I think, wasn't it them that they stole a blanket? So then, these, so like other people, oh yeah, that competitive was, team would be cruel. Yeah, they're it, no was a, it, it was a way. Away. It was Ooh. a way to eliminate the competition. That was one way to do it. That, it was very mean, not very true. cruel. That night, nice. yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cruel. Cruel. Mm-hmm. I really did not want them to win. I was so glad they lost. <laughs> oh, I was, oof. Oh, my God. But but it is interesting, you know, the whole, uh, you know, good versus evil. You know, that that's a big, a, a big uh, uh, theme in everyone's life. Oh, it's universal. Know, anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um and, and, you know, the ways in which we, we take that in are, you know, I think of probably earliest form of that beyond, you know, um, the Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was watching my, my Lola, my grandmother watch wrestling on TV. <laughs> oh, that's getting, adorable. That's the cutest thing. sucked in to, you know, the obvious, you know, he's a heel and he's the good guy, you know. Um, it's it's just so obvious how they want to how they want to play out their characters, uh, and 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 I think now you know I get to watch shows that um, that show that you have a little bit of both, and and at any given moment mm. you yep. you can choose to to not be you know the cool person or you know right. something you attach some meaning to the whole situation and you realize, well, no, the way I would normally do this would be this, but this is not how I want to do it. And to be able to mm-hmm. see when, when these characters, 
figure out when it's time to step up. Now, and, and, and you know, ideally you think, oh, well, they can be consistent, but that may not be how, how that's going to happen. But, uh, you know, you get to see that. So, yeah, you know, in these reality shows, we see people doing silly things because they think, well, one, it's a game. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it it's for a, 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 their higher purpose is usually I want to get to the next stage or I want to, you know, I'll do whatever it takes because this money is really important. And as we've always seen in the end, it isn't so much. Some people were leaving, dropping out of the competition because it wasn't, it didn't align with them anymore. They were Mm -hmm. that, they were that uh, homesick um, that their priorities shuffled again. And it's like, no, it's not about the money. You know, this situation has, has made me really look at what's important. And if I, for some of these people, if they continued, they knew they would be in such poor health that they would, they would, by that point, by the time they got out of it, they wouldn't be of any, they'd be more of a burden to their their loved ones in trying to, you know, trying to recover. Right. Than if they would just leave now while they, while, while the getting was good, you know, (laughs) while, while it was still plausible for them to step out and not have it be like, you know, longer than the normal bit of recovery time after being out mm-hmm. in the wilderness. Um, it is interesting to see how that, how that pans out. And that's, you know, that's where that contrast does work. It, that's how it works is, you know, we put ourselves in a situation, this or that. It's like, Ooh, no, not that, <laughs> not that mm-hmm. nine times out of 10. Yes. But this 10th time, no, not that. Um, I, I I do like I I like those kinds of stories, and I like being able to figure out where in my life have I have I uh, hopefully grown in making mm-hmm. different types of decisions. Um, of course, yeah, yeah. So, but but I can also appreciate like you know if I were to write stories about people, you know I think getting those inner the inner demons <laughs> to to uh to light showing them showing them where where they change where they transform um where they don't define somebody any longer and right. and you know it, it's that's the sort of stuff that would be really interesting for me to understand but but that's just what I've just been observing um, yep that's good. Um, I want to say hi to Raven. Crow, yes. By the way, she's she's in the chat. I wanted to do this before we stray too far off, but she had made a mention yes. about your database, and thank you for explaining um, to the people oh, yeah. about the database and how you do it, how it came to be. Um, but interesting, how many pages you have? <laughs> um, I can't believe I had. I never realized it's the first time. Yeah. That I, I actually uh, checked 101. That's insane. Yeah, and Raven said that would make a great daily affirmation book. Thank you. That's a yeah. yeah I've been I've been toying with different different uh, ideas of how to incorporate and incorporate them somehow. So, um, but yes, I did think about that as a as an affirmation as a to incorporate it as affirmations interesting yeah i mean they they um organized by any means are just um they were just transposed from twitter um and then when you scroll of course it's how they land is how they're going to uh land i like the randomness of it because it really impacts the specificity you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, even when um, it's not quite something that you're ready to hear, it's like, it's time to hear it. You may not be ready to hear it. Right. You get a good message. Some people may not be ready to hear a positive message, like I said True. before, because then, then they have to take off that mask and they don't want to, mm-hmm. you know. But thank you. Uh, thank you, Marguerite. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I yeah. Was... Yeah, that was a, a, a good a good way to to express that. A good thing to say. Um, 
I appreciate a good idea that. To share. Yeah, I love them. I mean, and it's, and it's only been in the last couple of months that I've, I've been picking messages for myself. How many years later? Fifteen <laughs> years later. Isn't See now you're funny? ready. Now you're ready for your messages. See now I'm ready. I'm talking about myself. I'm not ready. Right. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Mm. Yeah. Um, well, uh, how how have you been uh, the last few days now that you're done with your? Oh my God, you're so sweet for asking me. <laughs> um, yeah. So everything that yeah, so so Tuesday, right? So Tuesday show was like my first day out um, of oblit of of obligation, and what was so beautiful about. Uh, Tuesday, and I'm like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, God. Like, I'm all about just releasing resistance and alignment. If I can do that and be very mindful of that. So, um, so actually, so I just want to say, so uh, last week when I did my laundry, so there's like a community bookshelf, a brand new copy, which I have heard a bootleg version of a podcast <laughs> and I have listened to the Michael Singer podcast, but I don't own the book. I now own the untethered soul. And I'm like, thank ah. you God. Thank you God. So, <laughs> so that was like, so that was yay. So I have that. And then, and then on Tuesday I check my account and I got an extra paycheck that I didn't expect. So I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Ooh, then, nice. um, yep. Yep. And then they asked if I would, uh, do two online um, workshops for them in June. I promptly said um, yes, and then and then I and then yesterday uh, they scheduled me uh, for the summer. It's going to be the easiest schedule. It's um, two classes over two half days. Tuesday and Wednesday, which means I could travel for a long weekend. I could, you know, I, I can still, but, but I can feed my family. You know, as long as there is, as long as there's a form of income, I can make it. And as long as my position is, me filling that position is desirable on their end. So that was a very, a very good sign to um, be asked to teach two classes starting right after we get back from um, uh, from Puerto Rico. I went mm-hmm. to that doctor's appointment that I didn't cancel to get that, that checkup that I had talked about. Yes, because I found a little something, something. Um, it was, I, I was out of there in 20 minutes. Like everything's <laughs> fine. I got yes, I got I got you know the 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 exam, the test that one needs. I'm not worried about anything. The doctor's not worried about anything. No news is good news. So I uh, I did that, and I'm able to now. The weather's been beautiful in New York lately, so I actually was able to take one of the longest walks I've taken in months and months and months because now I have the the time to do that. I walked over six miles yesterday. I was so happy. Wow. So happy. And um, quality time, especially with my, with my, with my younger son, cooking meals together. So this is, this is a a period of, of uh, recovery and taking one's time and uh, knowing that I'm, I'm still gainfully employed. I just, I just don't take anything for granted. I'm not wishing anything to go away, and I'm not doubting my ability. I'm just a grown-up, and I, I just don't, you know, presume anything. And then I've gotten great feedback about the, the shoot that I helped put together and cast that we did on, on uh, Saturday. And then with the film that Anna was in, which was about three, oh my God, about three years ago, three or going on three and a half, almost four years ago. Um, that it's been doing very well in in Europe, but it actually may be. Uh, I, I don't know a hundred percent, but it's looking very promising that it may be screening a limited run 
I think in various places in the world and various places in the country, when I know more, I'll let you guys know. Cool. But like if there, if there is, I'll tell you right now, if there is a screening and a proper movie theater in New York, I don't care what your bitches are doing. You guys have to come to New York. I don't care what you're doing. Because Anna's in the first five minutes of the movie. I love it. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. All so right. there's so so there are there there's act there's activity activity is is of course. But thank you. But thank you for for asking. This is such a necessary and beautiful opportunity to breathe and collect myself and bring my attention. Uh, now shift the attention more to my household and to my, my self-care and the well-being of that household and myself so I can hit the ground um, running in September when um, I'll teach a full semester. But I'm very, I'm very happy and I'm very, very um, relieved. I just would never get so um, – I would never – I never presume anything. So I'm very relieved when it's tangible. It's like I love that saying, like, don't count the money until it's in the bank. You know, mm-hmm. people get booked for things and they're already spending the money or they spent the money and then something falls through. Did right. I do that? That way of um, that way of thinking and just incorporating. Like, if I was running on fumes and 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 uh, being so high functioning. And to shift that into, okay, let's process everything. Let's reset. Let's restore. Let's take our time. We don't need to be frantic. We don't need to. And I just step back and, I, and I, uh, this always happens when I get to this point. I'm like, how did I even accomplish all, or how did I even, fun, how did I even do all of that? I don't, I never know. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. So the reset is essential. It's absolutely mm-hmm. essential. Uh, yeah, and I'm so glad I spent those those three days in Atlantic City because I would have never been able to have finished strong um, for, for the week after I came back where I had to really just give that final push of effort. There's no way. So I, I'm glad that I need to give myself that grace. We need to do that. You know, that was my version of a silent retreat. We going to Atlantic City, how weird, but that it worked for me. Um, <laughs> some people, some people see a shaman. I went to Atlantic City. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I yeah didn't didn't talk to anybody, didn't gamble, walked on the beach, had a lot of alone time, had only alone time. It was amazing. Nice. It was everything was so so. Uh, for so full circle, so it's it's really a joyful time. I'm going to savor every every day that I have um, ahead, where the time is mostly my own. So, um, thank you so much. I appreciate you asking. Yay! Yeah, it's good. And so, when are you going to Puerto Rico? On my son's birthday, which is oh uh, wow, June. end of end of June, yeah. yeah. Yep, June uh, June 29th. And I don't think I'll have any problem doing a show. I think we're leaving, uh, uh, leaving late morning, like leaving to go to the airport late morning for an afternoon flight. So I don't think it's going to conflict with. Okay. Uh, well, and, and, and if we... If we need to make adjustments, just let me know. Not a problem. Of course we will. Of course. Listen, Travel days. Forever. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can take a day off. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, on the day that he turns 18 is, is the day that we're going. And I, I'm i so glad I shifted from thinking when I booked it, like, oh my God, why am I rewarding, you know, bad behavior, which it wasn't, um, to shifting to we're really seeing who each other is. We've had enough come to Jesus moments where we're both like in each other's arms sobbing that we really came to this place. The, the second that I really stepped back, which is really hard as a parent, um, that's when he was allowed to really show himself and therefore me uh, where, he's, where he's at and uh, his 
contribution and in um, an Abraham Hicks meditation, there's my favorite one is physical well-being, but every once in a while I'll do one that's on relationships. And I think it's part of the Getting to the Vortex series. And one point that they said about relationships that I didn't quite understand until I applied it to my relationship with my son, my younger son, is that if you, it's, they say something like, if you shore up another's weakness with your strength, you help them not. Hmm. And at first glance, like that didn't quite make sense to me. Like, of course, you, you're, you're going to help, you're going to help, you're going to help. But you're not really helping them. Like me going through this battle every morning, which now it's been a couple of weeks that I haven't had this battle every morning. Um, because of the communication I have with the school, they know I step back with that, with being a drill sergeant. So that was me shoring up his weakness with my strength. I'm very disciplined. I'm great with time, all of this. And now it's up to him to face the consequences and have his own accountability. And he's, he's been um, being more responsible. So that's a, that's a really good example. Another, another tough one is, as a uh, highly sensitive person, as we as highly sensitive people, we as empaths, we feel like through uh, a sensitive, empathetic nature and unconditional love, we can help someone on their healing journey, or that, or that will be the way to help them shift but we're overlooking the law of free will and we're overlooking the disease of narcissism. So that's why so many empaths get with narcissists. And it's a lethal combination. Because we think, well, love and kindness, that's going to heal everything. Sometimes it does. Let's see, that's a really tough one too. Yeah. That's a really, that's so insidious. That's, a, that's one, that's one that's still, still very, interesting in understanding the depth of what that really means. And I think at the end of the day, it means that it's not fully our role to show up that way. If, if it's not being received, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or reciprocated, you know? So that's really interesting. Yeah, there's, it, that there's is, only so much it, that we can contribute. Yeah, right. That that is really difficult because so hard. You know, yeah, your our nature is to continue to give, mm -hmm. and and then even if it doesn't show, the other person doesn't show any signs of really wanting to make a change, but now you're just stuck in another loop with them. Um, yep, it's just as hard right. to to break away, and 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 especially when it's you know your family, <laughs> you know it's. People that you—it's not like a casual person. I—I right, can—I can go home. No, this person, you know, lives with you. Yeah, you can walk away. Yeah, yeah. It's not—it's not one where you can walk away. Um, nope. That is difficult. Yep. Um, yep. But those relationships really, really show you. Like that's why I—you know—I'm the weirdest kind of dater because I date for self-exploration. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's to for 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 growth and for under for understanding and it, it really ex literally exploded in my face uh, to understand that sensitivity, compassion, and seeing only seeing the good and ignoring the red flags. Ignoring mm -hmm. the red flags is dismissing my needs. You know, right. So, right. So right. So this is this is why I'm on some form of a hiatus. You know, I'm not ruling I'm not ruling situations out, but I am on some form of a conscious hiatus, so I can process those lessons of, wow, um, we're so quick to sacrifice our needs in the in the 
in the name of compassion and empathy. But it backfires because that's not being in alignment. We think it is, but if you're going to dismiss and exclude yourself from the equation, you're not going to matter, so therefore that's going to repeat. So you're not going to matter to the other person. And Mm. then in the name of kindness, empathy, and compassion, it still blows up in your face. That's because honoring your needs and acknowledging that you are the gift that you are the prize, right? Right. Yeah, so sometimes, yeah, so all all of this, all of this has a purpose, all of it. And it's very valuable if you can embrace it, even even the toxic experiences. I'm, I'm grateful, I'm grateful for all of it, all of it. It really does serve such a significant purpose, a tangible purpose. You know, and in finding the untethered soul on the community bookshelf in the laundry room in my building, and then what I've been doing is I will just open it to a random paragraph, and I know that's what I need to hear. And in hearing this book, this audible book, I, I heard it as a as a like audible audio book, sorry, on a podcast, and then on the Michael Singer podcast, which is. And um, the ideas of the book is thematically through this podcast. So I'm very familiar with the text of this book. And it's taken me like a year and a half uh, for some of the passages to really sink in. Mm -hmm. And now it's like my life is depending on this sinking in. And the way that I look at that is the same way that I look at my profession. I look at my my day job, working at NYU, my day job. Um, that my life, me doing my best is because my life depends on it. The success of my household depends on it, so I don't take it for granted. And now I've made that shift with understanding these principles. My life depends on it. And one little passage that I read yesterday was that um, really breaking off from the psyche, like your life depends on it, or how the mind is going to go, because it is a form of addiction. Mm. My life is depending on me really letting this sink in. Right. And it's taken years. It's crazy. So I understand, you know, people being lifelong scholars. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. You know, you can be in that cave, (laughs) you know, or in that hut or, you know, in the Alaskan wilderness with yourself. It's it's incredibly humbling. You know, being humbled without beating yourself up. Right. You know, being, being humbled so that there's no room for you to project and judge onto others. Being humbled so that you you know you're you're not full of regret, but you are tasting freedom for the first time. It's the pursuit of that freedom that you are not bound by survival tactics of your psyche, which was formed in childhood. Right. And we're not blaming nobody because what where you you know, where you and I came from and many, many people like us. Um, you know, we hit the lotto compared to what could have been. You could have been True. you could have been raised in the jungles of the Philippines, but I could have been raised in the jungles of Colombia. Easily. Can you imagine? Easily. Not having the education, not having the you know, Right. The the opportunity easily. Easily. And we're so fortunate. So I yeah, we don't resent our our parents, our family. Nothing but love and forgiveness and grace. So we can be very objective 
an understanding that, okay, this was formed uh, by those wanting to, to, to have better for us. And it's no different than when I had that come to Jesus with my son. I was so intent to, to make sure that he was going to be good for when I'm not here, which was why I was like, you know, finish strong in high school, you know, come back a true senior in September. Um, let me have everything laid out for the future for when I'm not here. And I'm not looking at the, this teenager that, just, that needs his mother to be there for him um, emotionally. So I, I get it. You know, our parents were led with that same, you know, sense of urgency, I would imagine, mm-hmm. to make sure that, you know, their children were provided for. And to the exclude priorities, well, you know, forget emotions, you know, and it's not, and this isn't a negative thing, I get it. If uh, they live the American dream, so to speak, to provide better for their children, where is there going to be room for other stuff? Not that much room. Mm. I had to create the space for my son, for our mutual benefit. And, 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 and know that it's like, again, what I said with the Abraham and Hicks meditation, I can't shore up his weakness with my strength. I can set certain systems in place, but I don't have to be ruled by them by, for the exclusion of his emotional and psychological well-being, his mental health. And that's why I told the school that I'm shifting my priorities there and they agree and support me. So I don't have to, you know, continue to weigh down the self-imposed weight that I placed on myself. Right. That's freedom. That's freedom. And we think, you know, quote, unquote, we're doing the right thing. And, yes, we are. It's the right thing. But what is the essential thing? There's a difference between the right thing and the essential thing. The essential thing is I need my kid to be happy. And for him to feel safe. And for him to be seen, heard, and valued. When you're not seen, you're not heard, you're not valued, you don't feel safe. So let's start there and see what happens. And then let's do that for ourselves. And that's, you know, and needing to find that validation outside of ourselves. You know? So it's a, a very, a very interesting gentle time I think that we are entering and I think we all need that mm-hmm. that's it you know we don't need the approval of others we just need to let go and align in whichever way sits best for us whether we share that with others or not we don't need to share everything with everybody sometimes it's just too exhausting We're not on trial, you know. We don't need evidence. We don't need witnesses. We could be a witness to our own life and our own well-being. And if we have to keep certain things to ourselves, so be it. Nobody's approval is greater than our own. But sometimes these things, (laughs) yeah, sometimes these things occur to us, you know. But better late than never. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think there's something really valuable about being a late bloomer. I consider myself a late bloomer. I think maybe you might in some aspects too. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean Mm -hmm. that in terms of consciousness. But I think that's what's going to keep us, you know, young in a sense. You know, we're still embracing self-discovery. You know, I see pictures of your aunt on Instagram. I'm like, she's happy. (laughs) Your father, the, the glint in your father's eye. Or Uncle Tony, you know what I mean? Like the, mm-hmm. there's a glimmer. There's a keep that glimmer going. I think that's really important. It's a good way to end the show. Let's keep that spark alive, and only we can protect it from the winds of judgment or restriction. So, on that note, if any of you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail dot com. And we are next back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Those of you that celebrate Memorial Day, enjoy the weekend, and let's honor those that we are 
holding in memory. And as always, let the light do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.